Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show where the Teach Better team is able to join you live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We are currently streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn, as well as an episode of Teach Better Talk podcast. If you are all not subscribed to those platforms, but you're there actively, frequently, make sure you go follow the Teach Better team. We love being able to connect with you on multiple platforms to get you content to enhance your day every single day. Jeff Gargas is in the house and we have some very artistic discussions coming your way. We'll be right back. everyone. Good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show. Jeffrey Raymond Gargas in the house. Hi, Jeff. Hey, what's going on? Um, yeah, good. I have uh, orange juice in a fancy glass. Remember I did this on a show before? It's very fancy. It is a fancy glass. It's like a wine glass, but I put orange juice in it. So I feel very like fancy, you know? <laughs> That's good. Feel like you're not as excited about my orange. I'm drink. not as excited. I, I should get I'll get more excited later. I, I'll later on I'll be the, like just sitting here and I'll be like, you know what? That was a fancy glass for orange juice. <laughs> Are you an orange juice fan? Uh I I we don't usually have it at our house, but I do like it. Um okay. it's weird. I typically I drink it almost every morning when we're up in at our cabin. Uh, the cottage up in can i don't know why it's like a no. cottage thing because we always have it up there so like i think like her parents like it so we always have it no matter but like we don't have it in our house because we just don't drink it enough yeah orange juice uh, to me is something i kind of want some right now though yeah see it's the fancy glass orange juice to me is one of those items that you may not keep it in the house but on vacation it feels like you always want it yeah, like it's like yeah, I don't know. Like, there's always someone. Like, even like if we go like to, you know, if sometimes we we'll go like that to a, to the beach, like down in the Carolinas with my fam, my side of the family. Like, someone always wants orange juice, so it's around. So I'm like, if it's around, I'll have a, a glass, you know. Right, and there's more people to drink it, so it feels yeah, like it doesn't go to waste. Yeah, but no, we don't usually have it here. But yeah, I like I like it. Now, are you pulp or no pulp? No, this is a huge debate in my world. Who's pulp? Me, I am pro pulp. Uh, you would be. You're what? You're no pulp? I'm pro pulp. You're pro pulp. Okay. Why would you not be? It gives it some texture. I don't like little weird things in my drinks. Wow. Did you need to phrase it that way? In what world are you like, hmm, drinking something? You're like, this doesn't have enough texture. Okay. It's kind of like I want strings in it. That's kind of like a smoothie, like, or like ice cream. No, it's not. No, 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 no. You are not going to stand here. No, no, no. We are not going to live stream on Beyonce's, Beyonce's internet with you claiming that pulp is the same as like a smoothie. Smoothie or ice cream where it's like the chocolate chips. Like, don't you want the texture of the chocolate chips? Or the texture of like a strawberry ice cream? Ice cream, yes. I'm not drinking my ice cream. (laughs) I see these as exactly the same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've been wrong about a lot in your life, but this might be one of the worst. But like like milk shouldn't have texture. That's gross. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not so to be clear, I'm not saying that orange juice that makes it gross. I'll drink pulp orange juice, but your comparison right now is so off. 
like they should revoke your your teaching license at this point. I'm and you feeling, shouldn't be allowed to uh, buy children. Like you should I'm, be banned. I'm feeling very confident in my thoughts. So friends, clear this up in the comments. I clear. think I don't have any problem with anybody liking pulp. It's right now my problem is with your comparisons being I, so ridiculous. I see, no issue. I see no issue. What is what are other juices like cranberry juice, apple juice? Apple juice. I like apple juice. I like like a cran apple. That's good stuff. Cran apple juice. But none of those are allowed to have any texture and then that's gross. Well, no, because like those don't naturally have pulp like an orange would have. Or I mean, I guess I don't think so, right? No. Yeah. Like a lemon juice. I guess for me I've always been like, okay, like in when you when you're doing like like you could accidentally put up like have pieces of your apple go into if you were trying to get apple juice out I guess but I'm like I feel like pulp orange juice is like when they just were lazy and they like didn't do it right and so like part of the orange fell into the drink and they're just like eh, it'll probably be fine guys clear this up in the comments Jeff's wrong it's fine and if you think I'm wrong just leave your thoughts to yourself <laughs> again I want to be clear here I'm not talking about pulp versus pulp at this point i'm talking about you saying it's like a smoothie it's like a smoothie it's like ice cream it's like don't you want something that has a little and ice cream yes ice cream's not we're not talking like that's not a drink you you can't compare it i also want texture in like you know other foods but not that doesn't make it okay to be in my orange juice i don't know i have a lot of i have a lot of questions happening in my it's head like, with you i don't know it's, i don't know drink it it's i don't know it's like do i really want to feel like i just had corn on the cob and have crap in my teeth because i drank orange juice no i want to drink orange juice this is gonna brush so my teeth it's like oh it's gonna be disgusting You're so dramatic this is why we can't be on the Being show very dramatic five minutes we're so dramatic to be clear if there was a glass of if there's a glass of orange juice here and had pulp and I'd still drink it. So. so if you had a glass of orange juice with pulp, a smoothie and ice cream next to you, you would eat all of them, drink all of them. I uh, assume I like the flavors of the ice cream and uh smoothie. Yeah. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Ooh, you know, I've always like my whole life. I've just been like a class. I just like chocolate ice cream, but I, I think if I had to choose right today, it would be like a mint chocolate chip. Ooh. Okay. Maybe that should be in your list. I mean, it's, Friday, like go treat yourself to ice cream. I don't do well with dairy, so I don't think I'm gonna go have ice cream. Guys, um, does this feel like a therapy session to anyone else? Like <laughs> I'm just gonna or, uh I'm just gonna go get some pulp. Yeah, go get some orange pulp in your which is which I mean if I want that, I'll just eat an orange. So which no, that's a, oh my god, that's completely different. That's messy. Like, well, yes, I oh. understand that it's, oh, gosh, geez. how do you eat an orange? That makes it messy. I have Who a whole thing you? I was going to ask you about. I literally had an entire, like, oh, when do I get on the show? I'm going to ask Jeff about this. And this was nothing. So this I morning we figured out that having pulp in your orange juice is basically like having ice cream. <laughs> And it's also really messy to eat an orange. Guys, I'm house. not even I'm not even gonna ask my question that had to do with tattoos with Jeff Gargas. I'm moving on to team talk. We'll be back.
everyone. Welcome back to Teach Better Today Morning Show, where the Teach Better team gets to be live. And while Jeff Gargas has really made this show interesting, I hope that I'm here to help really make this part of the show fascinating, valuable, thrilling. I mean, you insert a wonderful, positive, elevating, inspiring term, and that's what this is going to be. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is a great show. It's a great I, I sometimes think that our little arguments and stuff bring us closer together as friends, but today might not have. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm really excited that it's the weekend so I can be like mad at you all weekend and not talk to you. That's good enough reason. Like, yeah, it's good. Um, just, every time you have your drink of orange, you should be like, that son of a gun. He's such a jerk. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually want to talk about something that has come up three times in the last okay. week. And I just want to mention that like, I feel, and I had this rule when I was teaching in parents who ask question, I feel if questions are asked to me more than three times, then I need to do some sort of larger description and answer for my, for my audience. So like when I was mm-hmm. a teacher, if a parent would ask the same question or you know, three different parents, ask let question, all the parents know to be safe. Yeah. I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to send all three, the three students come up to you the same question time to stop the class. Make sure everyone. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, so this was from our, like our community. Our network in completely okay. random ways. These were not questions that were like connected. One was uh, at a professional development I was at. One was on a phone call. And one was like, I bumped into someone this weekend and they asked me. And I was just, I was like, okay, uh, let's talk about this. Maybe this is like the time. Okay. So it has to do with the grid method. And it has to okay. do with people getting into the grid method. And like, when do you start? How do you start? Specifically, I was doing a workshop um, in Ohio last week, and they were asking, they they had spent two days designing a grid, and then there was some hesitancy right as we were leaving with educators being like, okay, I have all this done, but like, I'm scared to take this step to actually implementing, and there was just some nerves, and we were like, what are some good ways to get started, and our recommendation is kind of the theme of what these questions I've been asked, which is, can I use the grid method at the end of the year, right before winter break and decide, like do a week long grid to see, like to feel it out, right. To like Mm -hmm. try, just try mastery learning practices. Like maybe you're not designing a grid because if you're doing it for a week, it's probably not like a full fledged. But you know, a grid is anywhere from like two weeks to eight weeks. Like I like that sweet spot of like four weeks but you can still implement mastery learning practices with the classroom management tools that are that are incorporated in the grid method and like try it out for five days like that. That's like a well, you could try it out with it instead of doing like a unit or something like that, like yeah. just a small topic or piece of something. Be like, hey, we're going to attack this a little bit differently Yes. to get a feel how your your students are going to react to it. And, and I've think- seen that we've seen people do like really small, short grids that way. Yeah. So I was brainstorming this with a few teachers, like, again, like throughout the week, I've just given my thoughts and I don't know what this community here will want. So I thought maybe we could give a few options of how you might do this and what resources exist. So you have some time because today's only December 8th. So if you're going to do this, you have like a week or two to Mm. maybe wrap your head around it and ask more questions. So first step is kind of deciding if you want to design just a five week, a five day, like essentially mini grid. That's like maybe one level of the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was most attractive to a, one of the groups I talked to because they liked the concept of every square 
kind of being the most perfect mini lesson of introducing an idea, practicing an idea, and then like evaluating if they grasp that concept. So it's like five boxes that they're essentially moving through. And then beyond that, you can implement progress monitoring, you can you can implement goal setting and reflection, and you can implement, you know, teacher conferencing, student engagement, self-paced. So there was like a lot there that felt new, even though it was a pretty safe instructional yeah. step. Um, the only element that you need to think of with that is if you allow for self-paced, the beauty of the grid method is that enrichment's naturally built in. So your students that are ready for more challenging information never like run out of content. Mm -hmm. And if you only prepare five boxes within the reasoning of like five days they're working, you're going to have students on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday that essentially have gone through all your content and don't have anything to yeah. do. So you have to think of like some sort of what's your, what's your plan then, right? The yeah, other so can I can I ask you a question on that? Because that piece, my answer is like, do you, in in that scenario, I'm doing five boxes. Do I create sort of like that level five extension thing just for that as well? Or? Yeah. So a catch all could be that you have like five boxes and then one level above that's just one open ended prompt that mm -hmm. allows them if they get there. It's like the minimum expectation is maybe to finish the the five boxes. And then if you reach that level two, that is more of like the the level five where it's like you have some sort of prompt that students are working on. It's considered enrichment in some way, shape or form. Maybe yeah. there's a lot of choice in it. Student can create their own projects, like depending on how you want to do that. That could be an option. Gotcha. The other thing that in my mind is very similar, might lend itself a little bit better to the grid method visually is creating a mini grid and including elements of the mini grid just to evolve in more of a grid format. What I liked about this is that in a few of my conversations, there's a lot of things at the end of the year that as teachers, we have to do everything from having students, I don't know, check their grade book before they go on winter break or turn in missing assignments that they have or Maybe they need to like clean out folders because when you get back, they won't need certain things from your class. So those type of um, activities are really good in level one. Like you could essentially make level one three boxes and it could be open up your red notebook from math class and like flag these things You'd, or find these things or turn in miss this missing assignment if you haven't done so already. And if the students have done it, then they're quickly checking that off and moving on but you're giving them a very strategic checklist. Yeah. What I liked then is that level two and level three could be really fun reminders of the year. Maybe this is an opportunity to do review or give them, you know, funky activities. And then maybe there's like reflection in there. Students can reflect and give them your thoughts, you know? So I like that a little bit more because I think it sections mm -hmm. out. You can be a little bit more specific where like level one is more of the, the to do's level two is, maybe more, you know, recap level three is that reflection level four could be maybe that open-ended, like writing a letter to, uh, an incoming insert grade level here. What did you learn your first semester? So it, it is a lot of the same concept as the first, mm -hmm. um, but gives again, students, they can still do progress monitoring, still goal setting reflection, still teacher conferencing, still self-paced practice. I mean, these are all things that could be done and you could still do that in a week. It just is a smaller grid in its format. So you don't need eight boxes in level one. Maybe there's only like four. Mm. 
I think this could be really good for teachers because at the end of the year, we have a lot on our minds. And sometimes we kind of like throw away some of the days, even though I, I hate to say that, but like sometimes we do, especially since you have sure. students missing, right? Like students yep, are absent. Sure. Yep. And this kind of is a catch-all in my mind. Like it's kind of like a catch-all week of let's recap what we've learned, which is to me extremely valuable. Let's make sure everything's turned in, which we're going to have to do anyway. And let's like get some student voice and choice to better next semester. You know? Yeah. So if you're looking to implement any of that, those ideas, obviously I just brainstormed with you here, but reach out to me. I'd love to help. Anyone on the team could, could do this type of coaching and work with you. We just hop on a call. And we have a ton of resources over at teachbearcom slash the grid method. If you are unfamiliar with maybe how to design a grid or how to do progress monitoring, like there's so many different resources and things you can steal, but hopefully that maybe gets you started of how you can dip your toe in this without feeling like you're going full fledged. Yeah. And I think we'd, we, you know, we'd love to see you if you're able to, to use this last bit of time, like you said, those last days, whatever, to, to do something like this. And mm -hmm. so we can support you. That's awesome. Well, And then I know so many educators who will start then January with an intro yes. grid, like a mm -hmm. two or three day intro grid. And again, now your students have a full week of practicing grid method procedures and practices mindset. Then they have a, another few days when they get back reinforcing those to me, that sets you up for a really good semester to maybe mm -hmm. push it a little further and maybe try using it for content or not. Who knows? Like, but then they're at least getting started at their own pace. Yeah. So, I like it. Anyway, hopefully you all are able to chew on how you can continue to ser serve your students. Jeff, thanks for letting me blab. I appreciate you. I appreciate it too. But when you said chew on, I was like on the pulp. Is that what we're chewing on? No. <laughs> I'm going to go drink pulp orange juice, friends. <laughs> See y'all later, y'all. Have a good weekend. Appreciate y'all. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.